Hello and welcome to the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast. I am Ross. And I am not. I am Gordon. That is very good for the entire world that there is only one of me. You've got a look about you. The one that you have when you think the world has gone mad and lost its mind and a few other things I've heard you say that are less complimentary. What's up? Well, let's be specific for today. And today, it's the soon-to-be-released, announced back in 2016, new Kodak Super 8 movie camera. What? You mean Super 8? Like... 50 years ago? Why would a company want to put that out today? Confidence in the gullibility of fools? Well, there are people who are back to shooting film for stills. So I guess, why not movies? But okay, I'll give you that. But this begs the question... Who in this age is actually using a dedicated movie camera? One would have to be a dedicated filmmaker to lug around a camera, probably a stabilizer and maybe microphones, etc. Well, it's good for them if that is their thing, but are there enough to even justify this? That, I think, is the right question. Is there an audience for this? To be blunt, I think this is a solution in desperate search of a problem and a customer. You've got a terrific piece of engineering already in your camera. It shoots amazing video, even in crappy light, and offers you in one camera, multiple different frame rates, support for multiple ISOs. Yes, the Kodak will have interchangeable lenses using something called a C-mount, but why? It makes no sense. I'm not a video-oriented person. Yeah, but you could shoot hours of video if you wanted to, right? Oh, I could, of course, yes. It's built into the camera that I already own. And matter of fact, it's built into every camera that I own in one form or the other. Okay. Then riddle me this, Batman. If your camera could not do great video, would you be willing to spend 5500 U.S. dollars on a dedicated movie camera? Well... I might, but my wife has very sharp knives in the drawer. So me, no chance. But for that kind of money, it really must be something. Oh, it's something indeed. It uses little packs of movie film, you know, reels. And each of these movie film packs costs just under 40 bucks, not including processing. And that film is a lower ISO. 
and is going to need lots of light. So if you're going to film inside, well, not only will you need some kind of stabilization, you're going to need some kind of lights. Oh, and by the way, Super 8 doesn't encode sound. Good. Okay. Uh, all of that sounds absolutely crazy costly. But let's give them that. Uh, how much time does a film pack give you? Well, each Super 8 package will be recorded at 24 frames per second. And the total pack will deliver you almost two and a half whole minutes of footage. Oh, my God. So, for $40 for two and a half minutes, I can do that on my phone for nothing by pressing the button by accident and turning it off again. This is ridiculous. Well, of course. But it wouldn't be film. Okay. This gets sillier and sillier. I'm not getting this. So, if I remember rightly, the Blair Witch Project was sort of a cult, spooky video, short and bad light and terrible I images, and it was applauded for its whatever. We've spent a lot of time and effort getting away from film, so now we do something like this. To me, that's just dumb. I'm sure there's an audience for this, but for me, no, it's not working. You are a video editor and producer. Isn't there a way to make video look like film? Absolutely. In fact, I have tools that I use in my editing suite, or more correctly, that are in my editing suite, to make video look like a number of different old film stocks, complete with film's noise and lousy dynamic range and interesting color casts. These tools do the job, and they were quite cheap. Although, in fairness, I don't get much call for the look of old crap film anyway. So, hang on. So, uh, like I said before, I'm not a video person, and I can do these things on my smartphone, and I can record for a lot longer with better quality. What's the issue here? Well, I can't argue with you. Moreover, because you've shot video, it's nonlinear, so it's easy to edit. How are you going to edit film? Oh, I, yeah. No. I do remember how to do that. It involves projectors and lights and exacto knives and tape. And little thingies that you put the film into to try to get them lined up again before you put scotch tape on them. Exactly right. Oh, boy. So, who is going to pay this much uh, for a camera, plus the ongoing cost of the processing, and you mentioned projectors, screens, and God knows what happens with the sound? Well, I can't imagine anybody wanting to do this. So I suspect that the buyer has no functioning brain cells or has way too much money and wants to put it on a shelf 
so they can brag to their friends that they have a real movie camera that they don't use. <laughs> I can't imagine anybody who is productive would want to do this. Super 8 was great back in the 60s, but it's 2023 as you record it. Super 8 generates a tiny little frame. And even when you project it on a reasonably sized screen, it doesn't look so hot. And I'm being really, really kind. This presumes, unless you also go through some time-consuming conversion from film to some form of digital, that you can even see the movie. You're going to have to either invest in a film editing tool set, a film projector, and a screen to project it upon. Whereas, if you shot a video on your iPhone, like you said, for two and a half minutes, you can edit it on your iPhone, and you can play it back on any device without having to sacrifice a chicken and do a voodoo <laughs> dance. It's just nuts. Yeah, it, uh, and like you said, I mean, we're going to all this trouble and expense to create a two-and-a-half-minute video of something that will probably involve your kids running around and throwing balls and the dog chasing the bone or something along those lines. And then you're going to spend all this time on a film camera to make it look digital when you're going to shoot the digital in the first place and get it over with. This, no, this is not coming together. This and who you who do you say makes this camera again? Oh, that would be Kodak. <laughs> oh God! You know the same company that invented digital image capture and believed that it would have no impact at all on their film business. I wonder how that worked out for them. Oh wait, I already know how it worked <laughs> out for them. Okay, all right. This is my beyond my ability to consider. So, I don't know about you, but I'm done for now. <laughs> yeah, I'm done too. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Make Better in Photos podcast. We really appreciate your support. Please feel free to submit a comment or send in a question. I read and respond to all. Please do choose to subscribe to both the articles and the podcast. And if you shop at B&H Photo Video, please use the link on the main page it pays a small commission to me and costs you nothing extra. Until next time, I'm Ross. I'm Gordon. We bid you peace. <laughs>